Hello guys, last Thursday, Disney at its annual Investor Day presentation, they talked Pixar, Walt Disney, Star Wars, a lot of other exciting new stuff, but the thing I'm interested in is what will happen with Marvel moving forward. So I decided to do this little breakdown episode of the presentation that Kevin Feige gave. And yeah, I'm really excited, so let's start. I waited and waited through all of the Pixar and Walt Disney movies and series, as well as the, the new Star Wars projects, until Kevin Feige appeared on screen to announce some exciting stuff, very exciting stuff, about Phase 4 of the MCU. He expanded on some known projects and revealed some new ones, some of which left me very surprised. So let's start talking about it. The first thing Feige discussed was the upcoming WandaVision Disney Plus series, premiering on January 15th, which will be the first MCU Phase 4 entry, before the world, the real world, uh, turned into something unexpected. The plan was to have Black Widow release on May 2020 and be the first Phase 4 project, but then life happens and we will only have Black Widow next May. So WandaVision is going to be the, the one to kickstart a whole other exciting, different era for Marvel. We got a new trailer. I'm not going to go into details, um, but because I will have an episode focused on this series and my predictions and theories for it on on before January 15th, maybe a week before, I don't know. But So I'll just say this. We saw more of Catherine Han's character, so I'm guessing her role is even more prominent than I realized. In fact, some theories that I agree, I agree with um, already flowing, flowing through the internet regarding your character, so it makes sense that the they would decide to show more of her in this trailer as a way to divert and distract the audience as to who she really is. But I'll get into that in a few weeks. Um, there's not much new information on that. We know it will directly connect to Doctor Strange into the Multiverse of Madness, and for that movie we have a new release date, which is March 2022, as well as confirmed returns with the characters of Wong, Christine, Christine Palmer and Mordo, Baron Mordo, and a new introduction with America Chavez, played by Shoshit Gomez. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, I don't know much about the character, but I'll research that as soon as I can. Feige also confirmed this movie's connection to Spider-Man 3, which now releases a year from now, but apart from that, no new info was revealed regarding characters or plots, sadly. I think most of that is because it is mostly a property of Sony, I guess. So Feige couldn't, be, couldn't talk about it, that, I don't know. Um, next up, The Falcon and Winter Soldier, now confirmed to release on Disney Plus this March. So we won't have to wait that long for that, cool. Uh, and we also got a teaser trailer for it. Which showed less of Cap's shield and more of Falcon and Winter Soldier working together and 
some banter between them. The plot is still somewhat a mystery, but we did get a look at a new villainous character, a woman with a mask that has a red hand printed on it. No idea who she is, but I'll look into that as well. It, it, was, a, it was a fun little trailer. It didn't spoil anything, and it kept the excitement going. Feige mentioned Black Widow quickly, confirming again. It will be released on May, but no new info regarding the story or anything else, so let's move on. Now, Loki. <laughs> we had a crazy trailer released for Loki, and I couldn't really explain what happened in it if I wanted to. Um, the plot involves time traveling, which links to the introduction of the Time Variance Authority. Lots of bizarre events will happen, and I'm I'm all for it. I, I think it's gonna be, I think it's a risky project, yes, especially with the backstory of Loki being somewhat erased and revised every now and then. But I trust Feige and Hiddleston to deliver a fantastic spectacle, and I'm sure the story will make total MCU sense. And I cannot wait for it, even though it's no wait wait yeah it's five my five months away, guys. May 2021. Wow, so close and yet so far, am I right? Uh, um, it's also described as a crime thriller, which is exciting. And again, I gotta give it to Marvel for reinventing the formula whenever they can and give us something we haven't seen before. That's what they're doing with the Disney Plus shows, and I couldn't be happier for about it. What If is another MCU Disney Plus TV show. It's the first animated project of theirs. It will present us with alternative scenarios for our favorite Marvel heroes and their iconic moments in the MCU. It's going to be released in the summer of of this of this following year, 2021, on Disney Plus. Um, we've got a trailer for it. It showed clips of the following episodes. Peggy as the Super Soldier, T'Challa as Star-Lord, Bucky fighting Zombie Cap, and a new one with Doctor Strange fighting evil Doctor Strange. Also, there was some quick shots of moments in the first Thor, the second Iron Man movie, and the Captain Marvel movie as well. Um, certainly, I missed some of the other shots but yeah it should provide a harmless fun experience and it's nice that they're using animation to explore what could be next up Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings confirmed for a July release which kind of hints at um, what if releasing in June because Loki is in May Shang-Chi Shang is in July, and Feige talked about what if before before uh, Shang-Chi, so I'm assuming it might release in June if everything goes well. Uh, but yeah, for Shang-Chi, no new information, only names for secondary characters, which I I think it, most of them are probably just a scam for distracting us, much like with Catherine Han's character in One Division. I would say, I don't know. Um, but a project that was given much more information and one I am really excited for, Miss Marvel. We had a sort of um, 
look inside the casting process and the project as a whole with some clips from the TV show here and there, but nothing with spoilers or showing Miss Marvel's powers. Um, it was said to be released late 2021, and since it was talked about before Eternals, which is released in November, I'm guessing it could be released either in September or October of next year. Um, yeah, I think. Also, Captain Marvel 2 was discussed, confirming to have Miss Marvel as a co-star, and Nia DaCosta is directing. No release date, but I'm guessing early 2022? Yeah. But speaking of Eternals, no new information was announced, which was disappointing. Because <laughs> in another reality, we would have watched Eternals last month. Um, I kind of get it, it's still 11 months away, but a little teaser would have been so nice. So nice, Kevin Feige, come on. Uh, <laughs> uh, Hawkeye is supposedly the last project in 2021 for now. Haley Steinfeld as Kate Bishop slash Hawkeye was confirmed by Feige. And I'm guessing that they have their eyes for a um, December release date. Even though Spider-Man 3 is also going to be released in December. Uh, so I think they could actually move it forward to October even if it goes quicker than expected. The production and post-production uh, part of the, of the movie. But yeah, I'm also very excited for that. As for She-Hulk, another Disney Plus TV show in the works, we got confirmation that act actor actress Tatiana Maslany is playing the titular character, and joining her is the Hulk himself, Mark Ruffalo, as well as Tim Roth's Abomination. If you listen to my Incredible Hulk episode, you know that I really wanted him to come back. And there you, there you have it. He is. And <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, ah, oh, that would make him the actor that has that was brought back after the longest period of time. If if She-Hulk is released in 2022, which I think will be, that would make his appearance a 14-year-old return. Wow. I'm guessing then that um, Blonsky, oh, Blonsky, sorry, that Tim Roth will mostly voice the abomination not, and not act as Emil Blonsky the man because the actor definitely looks different now, older, but I don't know, that might change, but yeah, if you listen to my Incredible Hulk um, episode, you know what kind of theories I have for that character, but yeah, I, I got... I was really excited, <laughs> really excited for that, but that wasn't the end of it for She-Hulk, because Feige, he gave a little comment that teased the comeback of another famous Marvel lawyer, so are we getting Charlie Cox, Daredevil, back into the MCU? I don't know, I don't know, but it does look like it, and wow, I am so effing excited for the next two, two years of, of Marvel, oh my god, uh, but uh, <laughs> moving on, um, Moon Knight was briefly mentioned, the director was revealed, Mohamed Diab, uh, 
but Moon Knight himself was not. There are some rumors going around that maybe actor Oscar Isaac might take on the role, but nothing confirmed as of yet. Next up, something I was definitely, definitely not expecting as well. This soon, um, Samuel L. Jackson will return as Nick Fury and is going to be accompanied by Ben Mendelsohn's Talos for the Disney Plus TV show Secret Invasion. Probably coming in 2022, but oh my god. Oh my god. What an iconic storyline. I was hoping for a movie about it, really, but, but still, very exciting and unexpected. I cannot believe they are doing it in a few years' time. I'm so happy that it's happening. No clue as to if it connects with Captain Marvel 2, but I'm sure it does, and I'm sure it will impact the MCU moving forward as well. Another unexpected announcement. Ironheart, the series starring Dominic Thorne as Riri Williams, a.k.a. Ironheart. And um, I have mixed feelings about this. After Endgame, I was hoping for a bigger break for any between Endgame and any Iron Man-related project. And that also includes yet another unexpected announcement. Armor Wars, starring Don Cheadle's War Machine. It, it's all very exciting, but... <laughs> and I have an idea what they are planning to do for the climax of Phase 4 and 5, but I still think these reveals were too soon. I don't know, don't you? I... Oh well, moving on, moving on. Something surprising was revealed, as per usual, it was a presentation full of mind-blowing shockers. A Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, written and directed by James Gunn, is going to be released uh, in 2022. I have no idea what this is going to look like, probably something like Quill teaching the Guardians about Christmas traditions. Um, and yeah, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 should be released in 2023. So far off, unfortunately. But that's the deal with the deal. Um, oh, and also, there's going to be a series of shorts with Groot called I Am Groot. I was a bit confused with this one. I don't know if it's with Baby Groot or not. When does it happen in the timeline? I don't know. Or if it's animated or live action, but um, I guess yeah, it will introduce some some new creatures. So I guess it could be fun. I don't know. These TV shows should connect with the with the movies and the bigger plot line for the upcoming phases. But yeah, I don't know. It was odd. But hey, it's the MCU. Everything is odd and strange, but also very very awesome. Okay. I need to breathe for a minute. I've been talking for a long time and this one is big. I need to take a breather. Um, Let's talk Thor, Love and Thunder. Whoa. This one is one of my most anticipated movies of 2022 and most anticipated MCU movies. The release date is May of that year, and one of the reasons I'm, ex I'm so excited for this movie is because of Christian Bale, who was confirmed to be playing Gore, the God Butcher. Oh 
my god, guys. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Everyone kind of predicted it. <laughs> I did as well. Uh, I really thought he was going to play it, and he is. But having the confirmation was indeed the highlight of this whole presentation. Bailey's such a such a talented actor. I love him. One of my favorites, for sure. And the character he's playing has the potential to be right up there with Thanos in terms of pff, epicness. Um, but yeah, just in just 18 months away. It will fly, time will fly past us just like that. Whew, I cannot wait. Feige said also that Blade is currently in development, but there was no new information regarding that project in, in terms of story or other characters. But he did have some updates on the third Ant-Man movie. Th today I rewatched the first movie of that tiny franchi franchise. <laughs> and now we know the title for that third installment. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. What a mouthful, right? Um, I thought they were going with something different. But hey, they are going full quantum realmy with this one. As Kang the Conqueror was confirmed to be played by Jonathan Majors, another high-level threat that will definitely impact the MCU moving, moving forward. Also, the role of Cassie Lang was passed to Catherine Newton, and that was uh, that was really a bummer. I thought that Hammer Furman was fine as Cassie in Endgame, so I'm not sure why they recasted the role. But okay. But uh, okay. A role that will not be recast is that of Black Panther, T'Challa, who was beautifully portrayed by the late Chadwick Boseman. And um, I haven't had the chance to comment on the tragic passing of this phenomenal actor and person, but I was in shock when I found out. Um, I couldn't and still can't process it, really. All I can say is rest in power, Chadwick, you were a true hero outside the screen and inspired millions to excel and became and become better versions of ourselves you will never be forgotten and just thank you for everything you gave us um, yeah there's nothing else I can say um, Feige also said that Black Panther 2 would be released in July 2022 directed by Ryan Coogler and of course, they shared no details about the story of the film. Uh, but yeah, the last announcement, though, was a big one as well. John Watts, the director of the Spider-Man movies, will also direct the new Fantastic Four movie. No release date, but I'm thinking either late 2022 or early 2023. I don't know. I'm guessing, I'm just guessing, yeah, obviously. It's just my opinion. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's it, guys. Lots of exciting new information regarding Phase 4. And possibly Phase 5, too. The distinction between both was never really made. And my excitement grew exponentially. Exponentially, really. Anyway, guys, I cannot wait for 2021. It's gonna be a much more pleasant year, for sure. Now that we have a bunch of heroes, old and new, to brighten our days and give us hope. Speaking of hope, 
I hope you enjoyed this one, my little, not that little, breakdown, and stay safe. Talk to you soon. Bye.